What's up, guys? It's Pete Mundo. Thanks for downloading this week's radio show. We put it into podcast form. We appreciate that. And if you want to win Big 12 tournament tickets, all you have to do is rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Email me, Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com. And we're giving away a pair of tickets to Friday's semifinal games at the Sprint Center in Kansas City. So all you got to do to be entered to win those tickets is in the next couple of days, rate, review, subscribe to the podcast, and we'll pick a winner later this week. Email me a screenshot of your rating and your review to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com. Do it through iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, whatever you use. You'll be entered to win those Big 12 tournament semifinal tickets. Thanks so much, guys. Enjoy the show. Well, a lot of college players getting ready for the NFL draft, of course, coming up next month. And one of those guys, a familiar name to many Big 12 fans. He's Dalton Reisner, of course, offensive lineman for the Kansas State Wildcats, wrapped up a great career in Manhattan. Kind enough to join us here on Heartland College Sports Weekly, part of heartlandcollegesports.com. So, Dalton, I want to start off with, uh, of course, your time at Kansas State uh, coming from Wiggins, Colorado, and and all that, spending four years, well, really five, I guess it was, right, under Bill Snyder. What did Bill Snyder bring to you, not just on the field but off the field, that people don't realize in this guy? He was just a great life coach, man. You know, when I first came to Kansas State, uh, a part of my visit, you know, he talked about the type of program that he ran, the type of culture that was here, and how he was going to get the most out of his players, and what he demanded in terms of discipline and respect out of his players. And I just love that because, you know, I, I felt like that was more important than the game of football. It was the type of person that you were. And a lot of coaches will say things, but um, I think very few actually live that out. And that's exactly what Coach did. He lived that out. And he demanded respect, demanded discipline. You know, he talks about his 16 goals all the time. But he just went, he formed us into better men, better you know, friends, better fathers, better husbands, better sons. He did all that before he made us better football players. And I just think that's extremely important because this game of football, we love it so much, but it's not going to last forever. And uh, after football's over, we all have to be somebody. And uh, that's what Coach Snyder prepares us for. He did, he did a tremendous job, man. He's Dalton Reisner joining us here on Heartland College Sports Weekly, part of heartlandcollegesports.com. Really appreciate him hopping on for a few minutes of his time. So, Dalton, you know, this this past season comes and goes, and, you know, I guess it probably didn't live up to the expectations of what you guys wanted. As you look back on the season, was there anything in particular that you saw that you wish the team in general had focused on more, done better, anything like that? You know, we, we worked extremely hard going into this last season, my man. You know, talking to my strength coach and my staff before my fifth year, uh, we talked about how it was one of the best off-seasons that we had. And, you know, that's really frustrating when you work so hard and the season goes down like that. Uh, we didn't fall apart. We didn't turn on each other. You know, we had a, a team meeting in the middle of the season. I remember we were coming together more as a team and unfortunately it was just a lot of inconsistency this year we didn't play to our full capabilities um i'm proud to, in my mind to say that it wasn't a work ethic thing and it wasn't you know something that we weren't prepared it's just we were very inconsistent and we just didn't do a good enough job of you know both sides of the ball special teams football and uh special teams defense and offense showing up for every game so 
that's just where we struggled, and we kind of couldn't all be on the same page for for every game, and that kind of got us into some trouble, man. But um, definitely happy with how we kind of pushed towards the end of the season and and didn't just give up and continued to play hard and, and fought to make a bowl game. But extremely disappointing, ex- especially given the fact that uh, Coach Snyder kind of had to go out like that. Yeah, how, how tough was that? You know, with the rumors swirling around, is this hit for Coach Snyder? Is he staying on? I mean, listen, we're all human. How much did that play a role here as the season went on and just hearing the noise from fans and media and stuff like that? I don't think that that it played a role in us losing. Uh, I hate, you know, blaming anything on anything on anyone else. I think that all the rumors, that was here for all five years that I was there. That's every true. Year, yeah. There was some type of rumor that Coach Snyder was done. Like, whatever it was, every year there was something new. And the media is going to be up and down with you. When you're good, it's going to be good. When you're bad, it's going to be bad. I think we all we all realize that from being around the game of football. Like they're you know they got to write stories on what's going on, and and it's extremely it's extremely difficult. But that's part of the game that we sign up to play for. You know, when you play the game of football, you realize that you're going to be under a microscope, and that everyone's going to be evaluating you and your team at all times, and you're going to have to deal with criticism, and you're going to have to deal with publicity, and that's just something that we expect. So I don't think it played a role in how the season went, but it's, obviously it's extremely distracting, and, and that's just something as a football player that, that you got to be able to handle. Dalton Reisner is joining us here in Heartland College Sports Weekly. Uh, Dalton, last thing on just kind of the program in general, Coach Kleiman, I know you're not going to be playing for him. He's got massive shoes to fill. We already know that. What have you heard from uh, your younger teammates that are going to be back in 2019 and beyond about uh, what Coach Kleiman's all about? You know, I just have a lot of guys that are extremely excited. You know, they're talking about um, how personable Coach Kleiman is and how uh, how he seems like he's really there for those guys. And you have a coach like Coach Snyder, a Hall of Fame coach who is so amazing. You know, it is hard for a coach to come in and fill those shoes. So hearing from the Young Bucks, you know, that, that Coach Kleiman's in here and he's, he's being a personable coach and he's there to help them and they're working hard and, and they're all excited. That's the thing. You know, that's the, that's the secret uh, in my mind. I think it's about guys buying into a program and what that program's about. Yes, there's talent. Yes, there's all these different things. But if you can get guys to buy into what a program's about and buy in together as a team and, 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 and work together as a team, I think that's the most important thing. And from the sounds of it, that's what's going on down here in Manhattan, man. So that's a good sign. <laughs> That's a good deal. Dalton Reisner joining us. Uh, Dalton, you know, you got done with the uh, with the combine last week. Uh, you know, I'm sure everybody told you what to expect, how to fare, and all this different stuff, right? But but once you get there, once you're in that moment, how is it different from what you expected? Yeah, you know, <laughs> preparing for the Senior Bowl was the same way. Mm-hmm. And preparing for the combine, you know, everyone tells you what to expect. But at the end of the day, a lot of those guys are guys that have had other people go through it, but they actually haven't been through the combine itself. You know, I talked to a couple of guys, Cody Whitehair, um, a couple of guys that have been through the combine, kind of asked uh, for tips and pointers on, on how to approach it. But everyone told me that it was a grind and that, you know, it was a four or five day period where you're waking up at 4 a.m. and they're trying to wear you out so you don't perform well and trying to see how guys handle it and, um, it was just one of those weeks where you had to keep waking up with a smile on your face and staying positive and realizing how lucky you were and, you know, whether that was the medical process or, you know, the drug testing or the interview process or the actual, you know, bench press or the actual sprint and the drill work, whatever it was, it, it was a grind and you just had to continue to work and realize that it was 
four or five tough days, but it was worth it, man. So it was definitely a grind, but pretty much everything that everyone told me it was going to be, it definitely was. Well, as a guy that started 50 of 51 games over the past four seasons, you're certainly used to uh, used to a grind. Any any weird, you know, we always hear about the weird questions players gets asked. Anything weird that stuck out to you where they tried to throw you off your game or something like that that you can share? Oh, most definitely, man. There's a, there's a lot of stuff that they'll ask you. I mean, I had a team um, tell me to stare them in the eye and see how long it took before I need I had to blink. <laughs> And that was just that was just something, man. Just staring another man in the eye for, you know, I don't, I don't think I lasted more than forty five seconds. It's a lot harder than you think. So, <laughs> you're sitting there saying, "Wow, that's it." Yeah, look to the person next to you and tell me how long it takes for you to blink. Cause it's uh, definitely something that's more challenging than you might think. And then, you know, someone had me, you know, say the ABCs with uh, the number one, so A one, B two, C three, D four, all the way to Z. And that's even more challenging than you think. <laughs> it's, just, it, it's some weird stuff, man. And you're sitting here like, why does that matter? Yeah. Honestly, a lot of these questions don't matter, my man. And the reason they ask them is because they want to see how you they want to see how you react. Say, mm-hmm. say I do 20 seconds on the blink test. That blink test might they might honestly do that just because they want to see what you're going to do if you don't get a number you want. Are you a guy that? wants to do it again and get better, are you going to say, screw it? So right after you do it, are you going to say, no, let me do that again, man. I wasn't happy with how I did. Like, mm-hmm. It's just little things like that that they subtly try to get across with weird questions like see how long you can stare at me without blinking. It's just a crazy process, man. I don't know how much all that stuff matters, but that, those are just two of the kind of weird things that, that went down, but there was a lot of that at Combine. That's fascinating stuff. Dalton Reisner is joining us. All right, Dalton, you know, everyone says I'll be grateful for wherever I go, and I'm sure that's the case for you. But, you know, your name's been talked about with teams like the Chiefs. I mean, I'm right here in Kansas City. The show airs in Kansas City, but we're also in, you know, Texas, Oklahoma, West Virginia. Uh, Do you have a preference or an inkling based on the teams that you met with who might have more interest in you than others, or is that totally up in the air based on the people you've talked to? You know, this process is absolutely ridiculous with trying to figure out who you think is interested and who you think isn't. Mm-hmm. You know, there's teams that, that, I mean, I feel like are extremely interested, but I didn't even have a formal interview with them at Combine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you talk to some guys that have gotten drafted, and they'll tell you, I got drafted by the team that didn't interview me at Senior Bowl or Combine. The team that never had me on a top 30 visit, that's who I got uh, drafted to and it's just it's crazy so I couldn't tell you a team that I think is interested but you know growing up in Colorado you know I was around the Denver Broncos I, I looked up to them you know living out here in Kansas I was out here for five years and and you know being around the Kansas City Chiefs and Andy Reid and their offensive coordinator coach Bienemy, uh offensive line coach coach Heck you know like I mean the Chiefs uh, Patrick Mahomes from Texas Tech you know it'd be nice to play with him instead of against him uh throw- <laughs> that ball down the field man i mean i could tell you that for every team so it's just it's it's awesome and mm-hmm. you know, if i had the opportunity to play for the chiefs you said you're based out of kansas city that would be that'd be awesome man you know two hours down the road from my manhattan community and not too far from colorado either and uh this this whole process is so cool man i i think i could probably uh, find a positive for, for any team that I go to, like you said. That's awesome. Dalton Reisner is our guest, of course, former Kansas State lineman, getting ready for the NFL draft. A lot on his plate. He's joining us on Heartland College Sports Weekly. Dalton, you got the pro day this week. Um, then we've got the final stretch. you got, what, seven weeks until the draft. What are you trying to work on here 
over these next few weeks to to just you know make sure you're drafted as high as possible? You know what I was working on the last two months was all prep for senior bowl and then all prep for combine. And now that that's over, you know, I'm going to be doing offensive line drills at pro day, but now it's just making sure that my technique is cleaned up, making sure I'm staying in shape, working on my overall strength, taking care of my body. You know, I need to make sure wherever I go, I'm going in healthy. So I think most foremost is, is staying healthy and recovering, making sure that my body is at the tip top shape that it can be for whenever it's day one of wherever I show up to for camp. So those are kind of some of the priorities I have. I'm probably going to be in Manhattan until the draft, probably go back home to Colorado to celebrate with my family. But just taking care of my body, making sure I continue to work out and put what's right into my body and uh, just continuing to work hard, man. This has been uh, such an exciting process, but at the same time a very uh, uh, nerve-wracking process, process. And I'm kind of just putting my head down to work in and, and hoping that at the end of April some good news comes my way. Uh, Dalton Reisner is joining us. All right, Dalton, as you look back on the Big 12 and your career there, uh, who is who is the toughest guy to block? I mean, a couple names come to mind. I think of the, the DN's uh, sweat from Mississippi State. He had a big combine. I think of somebody like him. Yeah. I don't know if you blocked him specifically earlier this season. Uh, is it him? Who is a guy that you faced the last year or two that was the toughest guy to block? Yeah, so I give you two. Uh, Montez Sweat was definitely good. I went against him this year when Mississippi State came down to play play us. Mm-hmm. I also blocked him at the Senior Bowl. So me and Sweat have seen plenty of each other, okay. and uh, I believe I did really good against him. And, and you know, watching him run a four point four forty. Oh, ridiculous! Incredible was incredible, and pretty proud of myself for being able to kick ball <laughs> and block that guy. So uh, great football player. Hats off to him. He's going to be a first-round pick in my mind. And then uh, I have a lot of respect for Daniel Wise out of KU. Um, he's a great football player who was starting at uh, Kansas for several years. He was a big old boy, extremely fast hands, fast feet as well, could move, was really, really strong, and he was head up on a four-eye position, which a four-eye is head up to inside shade of the tackle and uh, came right down the middle of you every play. And I, I just have a lot of respect for Daniel. I think that if he continues to work, that he's going to find himself in the NFL, man. Who is the team that you loved playing and or beating the most during your time in the Big 12? Ooh, I would say when we beat West Virginia, that was the The field goal game? Feeling. Um, the field goal game. Was no, that... I'm talking about the uh, game where we were at home. Oh, okay. And we threw that long pass to Deontay Burton, like an 80-yard pass. It was my redshirt freshman year. Oh, it okay. okay. It was in 2015. Okay. Because we didn't beat we didn't beat West Virginia the uh, the that's, last three years. That's right. That's West right. Virginia. Yeah. The two, I'm thinking of the one that in Morgantown two years ago. But they beat you on that field goal. Never mind. So okay. whenever we yeah they they beat they beat us. But on that game. That was my redshirt sophomore year mm-hmm. um, or redshirt junior year, whatever. We drove down and we kicked the field goal with like 20 seconds left and we missed it. And That's that right. was just the one of the worst feelings. I could have, uh, just that memory. When we beat West Virginia, what a great feeling. And then Texas, man. There was something I love beating Texas. You know, they're America's team, kind of like the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, regardless of if Texas is a powerhouse or not, I feel like they're always kind of favored in our games. So. Uh, battling up against Texas and those guys there is always fun, man. Uh, no doubt about it. Well, he's Dalton Reiser. He's got a bright future. We look forward to following him in the NFL draft. And uh, good luck at Pro Day this week, Dalton. Really appreciate a few minutes, man. And, and just good luck these next few weeks and, and enjoy it as well. 
Thank you, man. I appreciate you having me on. I appreciate everyone out there that that's supporting my journey and supporting this process that I'm a part of. It it means so much, and I'm going to do my best to continue making you all proud, man. Awesome stuff there from Dalton Reisner. Really appreciate him joining us. And once again, to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast, then email me, Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com. You'll be entered to win Big 12 tournament semifinal game tickets. Do it, guys. Appreciate you so much. We'll talk to you soon.